ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the saucy football breakdown podcast i'm your host michael here and man what a nfl game we got against the kansas city chiefs and the buffalo bills what an exciting game that was the chiefs are champs <laughs> not exactly not yet no we still have to get past the ravens a big test but that does not give us any reason to pause and not celebrate the big win we had against buffalo and the chiefs very much respect the buffalo bills as a team but that those games are just wonderful when the chiefs and the bills get together and they play, it's must-see TV. So I am your host, Michael, here on Saucy Football Breakdown. And let's just call this a special episode. Uh, typically, this is a soccer show, but the Kansas City Chiefs are near and dear to my heart. So what I plan on doing here today is simply just talking about the Chiefs versus Bill game. And this will just be a, a short episode. I don't plan on running this too long, but I definitely am very thankful for all of you who decided to tune in and listen to me today. So let's break it down. The Chiefs, at the end of the game, we saw it. It was celebrations here in Kansas City. Everybody I talked to today, uh, no matter what corner of Kansas City you were in, after that final whistle, everybody heard fireworks in this city. I don't care what corner of the city you lived in, you heard fireworks. I heard fireworks here in my house and I live not too far from the stadium, but the fireworks were here. I have friends who live way far from the stadium, and they said they were talking to some friends and celebrating the game, and then they heard fireworks. So this was a big deal to the Kansas City area. It meant a lot to all of us here. You saw Nick Bolton and Patrick Mahomes and really the entire team as a whole, but really focusing on those two. They just celebrated the game and and just how hard fought of a victory that was. It was an electric atmosphere. There were over 70,000 fans there at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo to watch the game in person. Most of them were really hoping to see the Bills take that next step and beat the Chiefs, but it just didn't happen. For whatever reason, it was still a really good game. I don't feel like the Bills lost this game. This is coming from a Chiefs fan here. Trust me, I bleed red. For real, though, I bleed red. And I don't feel like the Bills lost this game. I just feel like the Chiefs kind of took it by the scruff of the neck and decided that they weren't going to lose. This was a very significant win for the Chiefs for a number of little mini reasons that don't necessarily matter by themselves. But when you add them all together, it really does make it a big deal. And that is that is because this marks the Chiefs' sixth consecutive appearance in the AFC Championship game. and. What that does for us as Chiefs fans is it showcases that our support in this team has really propelled them to consistent levels of excellence 
not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs as well. And that truly matters, like, when you support a team and then you get to see that team go on to do what you root for them to do on a consistent basis. And it also here, like I was saying before, sets up a matchup, a let's call it a marquee matchup against the Baltimore Ravens with the winner of that game then earning their ticket to the Super Bowl. So I know we are excited here in Kansas City, and we had a lot of reason to be excited because the Bills are a very respectable opponent, but we needed to pump our brakes on the celebration a little bit. I think given the big aloha to the moment and then kind of, all right, let's let this pass now and let's focus on Baltimore. I know the professional athletes and the people who have to prepare and things like that, they'll be ready to do that. But Kansas City is, as a whole already had taken our collective sigh of relief. I think we feel, we feared, excuse me, Buffalo a little bit more than we fear Baltimore, even though we know, especially visually with our eyes, that the Ravens are a much better team than the Buffalo Bills were, but that still was a really good game. It also is a marquee moment because it's a road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes, the first in his career. I know a lot of big to-do was made about it with the graphics and Jim Nance and Tony Romo just couldn't be quiet about it, but it really is a big deal when you sit down and think about it. The Chiefs fans, anyway, had grown accustomed to just, all right, we already know the road to the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City. Not the Chiefs, but through the city, Kansas City. And we had something to say about how the games were going to be dictated because we were going to be there cheering and screaming. When I say we, full transparency, I'm going to go out in the cold like that. So I'm going to be honest, I'm not there out there in those games, but the city as a whole felt like the road to the Super Bowl always went through Kansas City. So for the Chiefs to have to pack up their traveling circus to some degree and go up into Buffalo and get a W, that was huge to us. Arrowhead Stadium or at neutral sites, doesn't matter. The Chiefs can win, and we've proved that over and over again in these playoffs, and we're going to do it again next week against the Ravens. However, though, let's not take away from the home field advantage that the Buffalo Bills do have there up at Highmark Stadium. It's a big deal. And those fans were even outside of the hotel where the Chiefs were staying in, letting really the Chiefs, the moment they got into town, feel the presence of those fans. That stuff matters for home field advantage. And I think you only get things like that with a sport like football. Into the game, the Bills, they had a really strong start. Buffalo came out with a bang. Their offense was flowing. They scored 10 points on their first two possessions, touchdown, field goal. The running attack led by Josh Allen and then James Cook. I felt personally, I always felt, and this is no real shade to James Cook. I think you'll appreciate where I come from when I make this point, but I always felt like James Cook was just Dalvin Cook's less talented little brother. But 
when I watched him yesterday just running through and making plays consistently, the Chiefs had a tough tie stopping it. Ty Johnson, and I think that's Latavius Murray. I'm pretty sure that's Latavius Murray. Every time they touched the ball, we did a decent job of kind of shutting those guys off of those runs. But James Cook and Josh Allen both did tremendous jobs stopping, or excuse me, not stopping, but not allowing us to stop them from their goals of getting the most yardage every single time they touched the ball. There were also some defensive heroics here in the game, despite the challenges that the Chiefs defense stepped up when it mattered. And they just did. They made plays when they had to make plays. I know you're watching you're like, all right, third and four, let's get a stop. And then they let that first down come. And then, all right, third and seven, let's get that stop. And then the Bills get another first down. But when we absolutely needed the stop, the Chiefs defense got that stop and hats off to them and how they prepared. They were ready for it. The Chiefs looked like a different team in the second half. I think we can all agree with that. Kansas City's defense really faced some challenges with injuries. And you saw, if you watched the game, we just were slowly dropping off important players with injuries, but they all managed to still turn the tide in our favor for the second half. And that was really, in my opinion, when our offense came alive and we looked the best we actually had looked all season. And we kept Mahomes vertical. He, he never was sacked in the game. So hats off to just the team, everybody collectively doing their jobs. You're not going to score touchdowns on every play. You're not going to sack the defense every time they drop back. And uh, sorry, you're not going to sack the offense every time they drop back and go for an offensive play. But when we're able to collectively, everyone do their jobs in a fashion that puts us in the best opportunity for success, just hats off. Also, uh, I, I can't believe I actually don't have this in my notes, so shame on me. But the thing that keeps sticking out to me in my mind is just how well Isaiah Pacheco played. And, and I watched the postgame thing with SVP, and it I don't know. It, it like Everybody wants to tell Pacheco, why you run like you're mad at the ground? And that doesn't seem to, to be a thing that he wants to embrace for you know, whatever reason that may be. But he just says, he calls it, I run with determination. And I think that's probably the best descriptor of that idea that I've seen is that, yes, he does look determined every time he touches the ball and tries to progress it for the offense. That is pure determination. And he played a pivotal role, just how well he played. And I think I was watching... The Brett Coleman YouTube channel. I know you'll probably never hear this, but shout out to Brett Coleman. And he talked about how the playoffs here, or especially the cold weather game last week against Miami was like a prime Isaiah Pacheco opportunity because we weren't going to be airing it out. And the Chiefs offense had always historically this year done really good with him running the ball when he was healthy and available for us. and you know what? Forget the Miami game because we actually passed a lot more 
in that game, and we caught some people off guard. But this game, Pacheco really made his presence felt. And I think if you hadn't paid attention to the Chiefs all year, if you consume this thing on a national level, you definitely saw what Pacheco was bringing to the table. And that was exciting to see. He balled, he played well, and all the attention and all the national spotlight that comes on him is well-deserved. That man played really well. Now that I've given that man his flowers, let me get back to my notes here. Uh, Despite these defensive heroics, like I was talking about earlier, the Chiefs' defense just stepped up when it mattered, and we shut out the Bills in the fourth quarter. We shut out the Bills in the fourth quarter. We shut out the Bills in the fourth quarter. I just had to emphasize that three times because it was so amazing to watch that defense just collectively. As I said, they the Bills were moving the ball all game, but when we had to get stops, we got stops. And this is just a casual observer's opinion of what happened here. I'm just repeating, relaying from my notes here what I saw. And shout out to the Chiefs defense. Hats off. They, the whole team just played really well. Now, the Chiefs did have their share of ups and downs. And Miko had a fumble. And Miko is a guy that I so root for. And I was really hurt when he left and went to the Jets, but I thought the name, the nickname, and the team name was a hand-in-glove fit, and lucky for us, things didn't work out for him with the Jets, and we were able to trade and get him back and welcome him back into a place where he wanted to be, so I was really excited for him to come back, and I do root for him to be one of our reasons why we win, but I felt like yesterday we almost won in spite of the mistakes that he was making when he was touching the balls. I, if, if you are consuming this for the first time and you're seeing Hardman make these little boneheaded mistakes, these are just one-offs. And he had been not the healthiest all season. So I'm still rooting for him to do well. But the, getting to, to the end of my notes here, I want to talk about the field goal. Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker, he had a chance to, at least tie that game going into the end with a 44-yard field goal attempt. And I know the words wide right in the Bills fans' vernacular has to just sting like none other. I know that's not something that they want to hear, but, yep, it was a miss, and it was wide right. And I know that was devastating to them. But like I said, I really don't feel like the Bills lost that game. I just feel like the Chiefs just came in and won it. And that was that. It was a 15-round heavyweight fight. Like, when we knew this matchup was coming, this was the game we had in mind. Back and forth, blow for blow. But somebody was going to make the plays when it mattered. And that's what we got. That was. This is why the players train. This is why they play the game. These are the exciting moments that they live for. And it's a testament, in my opinion, to the excitability and the uh, unpredictability of football, of the game that we all love so much. With that, I am going to sign off here. 
I would have really appreciated if you showed your love for the Saucy Football Breakdown podcast and just buy me a coffee, support the show, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, do all those wonderful things that helps this show grow, helps me grow as a host and helps us grow as a community, as fans of the beautiful game. So thank you so much for tuning in. You have no idea how much I appreciate all the support and all the love that does pour in. Thank you so much again, and you have a good one.